This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright, physical therapist, and uh, I want to talk this week about something that I've I've been paying attention to for a long time, uh, and it's it's not something that directly I've been wanting to confront or address with this platform. However, um, man, I, I think that I think we have to. Like, I think we got to go there. And, and I don't want to ever get it twisted or conflicted that, um, being a, um, evolved man, being a, a man that is, is healthy and attempting to be fully in touch with all facets of himself, especially the emotional side, um, also means just you're waving a complete white flag when it comes to masculinity and strength and being seen as a strong individual who stands for something and and follows through with what he says he's going to do and doesn't back down from bullshit those aren't interchangeable things. Okay. You absolutely can be in touch with who you are emotionally, uh, healing wounded parts of yourself. So that way you don't continue to bleed over onto innocent people. They don't deserve it and ruin present and future aspects of your life. But let's, Let's not fall for this nonsense that, um, you know, our, our insecurities are something that need to be masked or covered up. Okay. Yes. I, I deal a lot with, with men who want to become better versions of themselves physically, right? They want to lose unnecessary weight. They want to uh, gain strength. They want to stop feeling insecure about how people might be looking at their body when they walk into a room. But that's not playing on insecurities. That's not trying to say, hey, let's cover up where we fall short in our own minds. It's a way to celebrate, hey, because you care about yourself, because you love yourself and want more for yourself and want to be able to spend more time with your family and not have to be sent home early to the big home up above uh, because of a lot of preventable choices that you didn't make along the way to be in better health for yourself 
And now you're suffering the consequences of a life cut short by a disease and illness. That's, that's celebrating the gift that you've been given in this amazing body that has an incredible ability to heal itself, especially when given the right tools and interventions and uh, fuel, etc., to make the most uh, uh, out of it and to be able to increase our odds of having a more successful time punching the clock in this life and not have to worry about getting sent home early, right? Because we're sick all the time or we're dying of this or that that could have totally been avoided, right? That heart condition, the diabetes, the um, multiple other preventable um, illnesses, like, let's, let's talk about it right now, right? There's more and more studies coming out, and it's finally getting some traction in the mainstream media because I, I guess they're realizing that their narrative is falling apart when it comes to um, injecting health into ourselves and that the only way to avoid the serious ramifications of COVID-19 are a shot, well... Now it's no secret that it's being revealed, but it is a secret that they're talking about it. I mean, a surprise that they're talking about it is that um, studies have shown that those who are overly fat, right? And I don't know why I even had to think twice about saying that word, like it's some massive trigger for people. Look, I've been overweight. I've been fat. is what it is, but let's talk about it in the terms that I want to intend for it to be discussed, and that's in the terms of body fat, right? Body fat is a type of tissue that makes up the body, okay? Just like muscle, just like bone, just like water, fat makes up a lot of the human body. So if we are excessively fat, if we carry more fat than is designed based on our frame, based on our genetics, based on our ability to maintain a healthy homeostasis, meaning balance amongst our body systems without taxing one system more so than another because it's having to supply an excessive amount of this body fat. But if we're carrying excessive amounts of body fat, it has been shown right, in these research studies, which we've been hypothesizing all along that your best bet probably was to Find a way to get as fit and as healthy as possible in order to minimize the risk of COVID creating an excessive immune response in your body because it was going to have to work too hard and overcome too much in order to successfully fight off the virus and keep you healthy and avoid negative long-term effects. Now, I know you might be listening to this and because N equals one in your world and your experience may have been different, right? You might have been one of the very thin, very fit people carrying a high amount of healthy muscle mass and low percentage of body fat who had an adverse reaction or an adverse effect after coming in contact with this virus 
and it's left you with lingering effects. This isn't a way to uh, belittle or discount your experience. But again, if we're wanting to talk big picture, right, mass numbers of people, enough to the point where research studies, randomized controlled trials are covering um, significant amounts of data to show that roughly, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, I don't have the numbers pulled up in front of me, I'm not Joe Rogan, I don't have a Jamie to always fact check me all the time and look up stuff, um, but it, numbers in excess of 70 to 80, even high 80% of people who were hospitalized with this virus was a result, not always so much of the virus itself, but because um, an inability of the body to clear and fight off the response of the unhealthy systems and tissues and comorbidities, especially in those who have diabetes, especially in those who have heart disease, especially in a lot of those who had pre-existing respiratory conditions. And the factor that led to a lot of all those other things that were overweight or they were obese. So if you eliminate that, right? If you greatly reduce that risk, then you are also greatly increasing your risk of having a very mild case when you come in contact with it. I don't think we're, I don't think we're ever going to avoid it. I think if you've been able to avoid COVID up to this point, I don't know how. I think all of us are going to get it. All of us are going to have to get it in order for this to eventually just become endemic, which I think it already is. It means it's just going to be ongoing like the common cold, like influenza, like all these other um, viruses that always exist. That's the thing, guys. These things always exist, and they always will exist. And our body is coming in contact with germs, viruses, bacteria, 24-7. And the body has the ability to fight these things off, especially when healthy, right? When our sleep is in check, when our stress is manageable, when our um, diet is majoritively speaking, um, more healthy options than unhealthy options. When we are more fit, exercising more regularly, all these multitude of factors that play into a healthy body and immune system function, we're able to minimize our risk of the constant barrage of microorganisms coming at us and taking us down to the point where we become symptomatic and are sick. We're always in contact with these things. And so um, I don't want to, to go too far on that tangent that I already have, but um, it's, a, it's, it's a realistic thing now to think that seeking a more fit, more healthy lifestyle is not just for aesthetics. It's not just for appearances now, right? I think more and more we're seeing it is a massive key to minimizing risk of serious adverse illness, disease, and even death. So that's why I'm big on promoting a healthy lifestyle, 
right? Because the research is abundantly clear on this. Having less of an overweight body type, more regular, consistent exercise, better food choices, more healthy relationships, et cetera, et cetera, greatly reduce the risk of certain things like depression and anxiety and poor sleep, which further worsen those conditions and other cognitive and psychological issues, a.k.a. having a better life, right? I'm not saying if you have these things that you're going to have a bad life, but things, things suck sometimes, right? Things get difficult. Things get challenging. And if we don't work on trying to take care of ourselves, then we run the risk of just having to deal with a lot of extra shit that we probably wouldn't have to deal with if we took better steps to take better care of ourselves. This is more about just trying to be a better guy. This is more about just trying to be nicer or trying to be better in a relationship or to prevent a relationship from going south for good. This is more about you owe it to yourself to maximize the potential of the body that you have been given because you only get one. And when you see, when I see these advertisements for, for men who are trying to uh, essentially corner the market with female type products, you know, like their Spanx, call them like their wonder pants, right? Like they're just able to hide whatever sort of excess adipose fat tissue they've, they've got around their waist. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like I go through times where I get, I carry a little bit of a extra weight around the, the midsection. I'm not overweight. I'm not out of shape, but just sometimes if I'm not really dialed in with what I'm doing, that's where it goes. And that's normal. That's where it should go. That's not me being unhealthy. That's not me being unfit. It's just the way that I've trained, the way that I've eaten, I'm fine with that. That's the balance that I strike with myself. And then I get tired of it. I buckle down. I get more regimented. I get a little bit more strict with how I eat and much, much less of an issue. So that's not nitpicking, right? Like we could really split hairs here if you're wanting to be one of those disagreeable types instead of take the message for what it is and find a way to apply it to your life instead of just looking for ways to nitpick apart somebody else's point that they're trying to make. And uh, I call that trolling, right? For you small dick energy fellas out there who like to troll, it's not for me. There's bigger things to accomplish. I don't have time to mess with you. But here's the deal. There's, there's products now that men are being uh, targeted for. And it's like spank type materials for guys, right? To wear them. So that way they can look thin and fit. And it's, man, that's, that's cool. Like if it makes you feel comfortable. But ultimately at the end of the day, the clothes have to come off. And you're still lying, right? You're lying to yourself. You're lying to the world. And in how many areas of your life are you lying in order to feel better? To tell yourself the things that you want to believe versus telling yourself the truth. Don't fall for this nonsense. Don't fall for it.
Because once you do, the gradual softening and overwhelming betafication of the human race, and especially of men, is going to be more and more hard to overcome. So I want to make this point to make sure that we're clear, guys. Giving in to this, <laughs> lack of a better term, this pussification of yourselves, right? In order to be like a more connected man and uh, a more empathetic type of guy, like you can still totally be a strong, regimented, uh, principled man and have more empathy in your life in order to see other people's needs, their points of view, their perspectives. Stop feeling like you have to sacrifice all these things and be a pushover. That's bullshit. Don't fall for that nonsense, right? Don't let these marketers of these products and uh, these talking points, right, by usually unhappy women, right, who've been burned by a lot of us fucked up dudes in the past, over and over and over again even, who continue to perpetuate this nonsense that, um, you know, play on our insecurities, the fear of abandonment and being alone and uh, being undesirable and not being seen as strong and, and masculine and a protector, um, overshadow your ability to, to really honor yourself in truth and not in deceit by wearing fucking spanks for men, essentially. Right? You're meant to excel, guys. You are meant to excel. You are meant to pursue what is right, what is good, what is beneficial for you, for the society, for your household. You're meant to achieve. Right? You're meant to achieve, not to be handed things, but to achieve and accomplish things. Greatness. You're meant to find solutions to problems, not cover them up, not run away from them, not pray that somebody else takes care of it, not elect somebody else to do it. Because let's be honest, guys, how fucking successful has it been electing people to solve your problems for you? Because here's the deal. You elect somebody who seeks power. Once they get that power, they will fight to the death to never relinquish it. What's that quote? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Stop looking to others to solve your problems. You were meant to find solutions to your problems and not cover them up or run away from them or try to delegate them to somebody else. So please ignore all of this nonsense that society is trying to push onto you. Because you see all of society becoming increasingly soft and increasingly timid by the day does not mean that you have to align yourself with it. Because once you do, and that carries enough steam and the snowball effect kicks in, it becomes nearly impossible to stop it. Resist the slave mentality. Don't allow it to enslave you. This does not mean to dig in deeper into false beliefs that you're a victim 
or that people owe you something, that society owes you something, that you're entitled, right? That you are allowed to do whatever you want because that's not true. That's not true at all. That you were meant to stand up. You were meant to fight. That doesn't mean a fist fight or a physical altercation, but you were meant to stand for something so that way you don't fall for anything. And once I saw this ad for Spanx for Men, dear God, Spanx, please don't come after me. Um, I don't have the budget worth coming after. <laughs> but that, that's what it looked like. I, looked, I saw men tucking their bellies into these tights under their jeans and under their button-up shirts, standing in crowds of each other, patting each other on the back about, man, you look so good. Like, you're looking great. Really? Seriously? Because instantly my mind went to, how many other areas of life are we trying to do that? How many areas of life are we trying to tuck something in, cover something up, lie about something, hopefully continue to lie about um, to lie to ourselves in hopes that we can maybe feel better for 30 minutes until it's time to face the truth again. And in this scenario, it's every time you got to take a shower, every time you got to go to bed, every time you got to get with your lady, the truth <laughs> comes out. And if you live in fear of the truth, you will never be able to enjoy a life in the light. Guys, that's all I've got this week. Happy New Year to everybody. My apologies for forgetting what day of the week it was. Um, I've been forced home for the last almost 10 days due to a positive COVID test that uh, I didn't even know I had. It was a required test. Didn't know it'd come up positive. Uh, I saw all my sick coworkers getting it. And uh, yeah, I never, never even knew that I was sick. So I've been at home losing track of time, trying to work on stuff with my clients. And uh, my apologies for getting this episode out just a little bit later than I'd anticipated. So um, having said all of that, I appreciate each and every one of you. If you'd like to support the podcast uh, with a financial donation each month, there is a link in the description. If all this talk about New Year's resolutions and all that stuff, which by the way, I'm not a proponent of resolutions. I think they're seen as temporary things to try until life and circumstances get too hard to keep up with a drastic overhaul of your day-to-day and you give it up and throw it away after about two weeks. So I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of um, incremental habit change, right? Trying to look at seeing in what ways can I be very specific about a particular habit that I can do every day for at least 70 days. That way the research shows at least 66 days, a habit can actually become uh, automatic and a part of your life instead of something you have to consciously, cognitively focus on doing every single day. So uh, I'm a much bigger proponent of that. If you want to hear more about how I help guys develop uh, 
better, healthier habits that serve themselves better and their lives better, uh, particularly through fitness and other, you know, lifestyle type of coaching uh, that, that branches off of that. Uh, certainly hit me up with the link that I'll post in the description of the show notes to um, explore some of those avenues there. So some of the ways that you'll find the links within that link um, to work with me would be the 21 day becoming a better man breakthrough course where you essentially just pay for a course, hundred bucks, you work your way through it for 21 days. And then uh, I almost challenge you to find out how it's not helped you by the end of it, or at least halfway through it. So uh, don't know many other things once guys start them to be able to say that. But um, right now, looking at about 100% satisfaction rate with each guy that's gone through it. And it's um, been really cool to see. So also do that. Also do uh, fitness membership subscription online. You can pay for this database of um, workouts that I've created for people. Home gym, no gym, full gym, whatever equipment that you've got available, whatever the goal you, is you might have, you have access to that full library database and uh, you pay for that each month. So that's pretty cool. And then I've also got some more custom one-on-one privatized online coaching uh, fully customized to you and your situation, your goals, your unique set of circumstances, injury history, how to avoid getting injured again, how to get out of pain and avoid pain and be more fit um, in a long-term sustainable way uh, with at least a three-month minimum commitment to working together. So anyway, I've got all those things available. You can click on the link and uh, you can apply for that higher level uh, coaching program, if that's what you're looking for. Anyway, appreciate each and every one of you guys. Hope this, this new year is off to a great start for you. If it's not, it's not too late. It's not too late, but you have to decide. No one else is going to decide it for you. No one else is going to soften you up to the point where you can just absorb whatever bullshit they throw on you. You have to be able to decide enough's enough. I need to be a, a different person I need to be a better version of myself. I'm tired of wasting my time and I need to uh, buckle down on some long-term healthy habits for myself. So appreciate you brothers. Until next week, see you later. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities and their families.